1: Growing in Grace. My name is Joel Brzezinski, and Mike Kappler is with me. We're going to be uh, talking about the goodness of God, His grace, and His mercy, His kindness uh, that was shown to us in His Son, Jesus Christ, who paid the price. I mean, it was all Him. It was all Jesus Christ and uh, nothing that we ever did that gave us the gift of eternal life, life with God forever going on and on and on forever, never to end, and uh, that life is actually right now. You know, eternal life is is right now, because Jesus said when he was praying in John 17, uh, this is eternal life, that they may know you, you know, the Father, and that they know, may know the Son, Jesus Christ. That's what eternal life is. So it's not just a matter of eternity, but it's a matter of knowing God right here and right now, and it's good news, uh, because God has done everything that's necessary for us to have that. What must we do? To Inherit Eternal Life was the question that we uh, addressed last week, the certain lawyer coming up to Jesus, and so we'll continue on uh, with some of that this week. How's Cap this week?
0: Hey, good, Joel. Yeah, quick setup. If you missed it last week, I'm not going to say it, though, Joel. I'm not going to do it. I'm not <laughs> I'm not going to tell people to go back and listen to last week's ah! podcast.
1: <laughs> you but just about we... made me spit out my tea, because I knew what you were going to... As soon as I got done <laughs> talking, I took a big sip of tea, and oh my... god! And then you... <laughs> Okay, I'm done. We're good.
0: (laughs) But like I said, I'm not going to say it. So uh, (laughs) anyway, we did kind of set up the uh, parable of the Good Samaritan. Jesus was asked a law-based question about what would it take to inherit eternal life. And we're going to get into the Good Paritans, uh, Good Pariton. (laughs) (laughs)
1: A good parrot. A <laughs> that good don't good choke, person. Joel. Don't want choke. a cracker.
0: Yeah, that's <laughs> that's something Christians have been known to do a lot of, <laughs> is parroting parody other Christians. But <laughs> yeah, we're I not really. going to do that here. And plus, uh, in
1: communion, they use the crackers for the you know they yeah, bring yeah, their communion. Parrots along. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> bring your parrots and your
0: crackers. I, know. I mean, Jesus and his disciples had a whole meal, and all they give us is this little, little cracker. Yeah, exactly. I want a new church. <laughs> they they um, think we're parrots. I'm looking for the stake church. Where is it? Uh, (laughs) Yeah. uh, That's what I
1: want. (laughs) Texas Roadhouse (laughs) for communion.
0: Yes, the narrow roadhouse. Um, (laughs) Okay. We're getting carried away here. Um, That's okay. So let's let's get into the parable of the Good Samaritan. But I guess the one thing I want to point out before we start uh, actually getting into the parable is that the lawyer, the scribe, or whoever he was that was trying to trap Jesus with his his trick question about eternal life, uh, inheriting uh, life everlasting, Um, the the point here is Jesus is answering him from that question. He he didn't say, how am I supposed to treat my neighbor? What, What would be a good way to go about doing that? The question was, what shall I do to inherit eternal life? Yes, he did seek to justify himself by saying, who is my neighbor? And that's where Jesus starts sharing the story. We call it the Good Samaritan. And you, were talk, you and I were talking, Joel, about how when you, most people hear that phrase, they just think of the Good Samaritan probably as somebody who is a good person who does nice things for other people, not even stopping to realize that Samaritan was a race of people um, and, and a, a race that was quite despised by the Jews, by the way. So Jesus answers this man and says, A guy was going down to Jericho from Jerusalem, and he fell among robbers. They stripped him, they beat him, and they went away, leaving him half dead. And by chance, a priest going down that road saw him, passed by on the other side. Likewise, a Levite also, when he came to the place and saw him, passed by on the other side. But a Samaritan who was on a journey came upon him, and when he saw him, he felt compassion, came to him, bandaged his wounds, pouring oil and wine on them. Put him on his own animal and brought him to an inn, took care of him. On the next day, he took out some money, gave it to the innkeeper and said, take care of this guy and whatever you need to take care of him, whatever you spend, uh, when I return, I'll repay you. So then he turns to the scribe again or the lawyer and he says, which of these three people do you think proved to be a neighbor to the man who fell into the robbers into the robbers hands? And the, uh, the lawyer says, well, it, w- it would be the one who showed mercy toward him. And then Jesus said, go and do the same. The story uh, that we're reading from is, at least I'm in, in Luke 10, 30 through 37. So, Joel, there's the story. Hmm,
1: yeah. And so there we go. There's our application verse for the day, our application <laughs> passage for the day. If you see people in need, give them lots of money, take care of them, and then you'll be good. And, and you'll have eternal life, basically. <laughs> <clears throat> Sorry, uh, I just had to say that. But because, <laughs> you know, it's not that we're saying it's bad to take care of people. It's not that we're saying that if you see someone who's destitute or who's been beat up or whatever, whatever situation you might come across in life, it's not that we're saying that you shouldn't help take care of people in those situations. But we're saying that's not the point of the story. Like Cap was saying, this man came to Jesus, this lawyer wanting to um, find out what he must do to inherit eternal life, and then he wanted to justify himself through his own law-keeping by saying, and who is my neighbor? So Jesus tells him this story that Cap just read. Notice how the different people that came by in this this parable, the priest and the Levite, these are law people, people under the law. And you see, the Jews that would have heard this story, the certain lawyer and anyone else who might have been around uh, hearing this, they would have related to, um, they would have understood who the priest was and who the Levite was. But they might have been a little taken aback by, well, wow, this priest, this Levite, they didn't stop to help take care of this man? But yet, here enters this third character, this Samaritan Cap, you uh, hinted at this. You said that the Samaritans were not just, you know, like you say, today we think of good Samaritans. We think of them as good people. They're just, they're just out to do good things. Well, the Samaritans were a race of people who were despised by the Jews. And so Jesus brings this character into this parable, the, the Samaritan, this person that the Jews hated. And this is the person who helped the person who was in who was having the problems here this is the the Samaritans the is the person who had compassion on him bandaged his wounds poured oil and wine on him and uh, paid for all of his care so there right there getting out of our modern American mindset modern Western mindset we see that Jesus is making a completely different point here
0: well yes and uh, boy where do we go um, <laughs> The the Samaritans who were despised. you remember Jesus was also described as being despised back in the book of Isaiah? He was despised. He was he became afflicted. Um, but what we've got here is, as you mentioned, that the priest representing the law, the uh, scribe or the Levite who uh, followed after him followed. It was like an assistant to the to the priest. He followed after the law, and here's the thing to keep in mind is that they they crossed over to the other side of the road they Mm -hmm. didn't just pass him by they didn't look down at him pass they went to the other side and then passed him by Uh, and i think part of the reason for that is under the law they they, for all they knew maybe this guy they thought he was dead or that at least he was dying and they could do nothing for him Mm -hmm. and uh there's this purification process that has to take place under the law that goes for like a week if you touch somebody dead like that. And so they just thought, well, I'm better off not having to go through that. And so they crossed over to the other side. And, and, uh, but we're always told to be the good Samaritan and, and help people out. But as you said, Joel, there's, there's more to this story than that. And I think what's happening here, we mentioned who the, the, the priest and the Levite represented in, in, in the, that part of the law. But the, the one laying on the side of the road who had been beaten and left for dead was us Mm -hmm. we're not the good Samaritan we're the one laying there needing help Mm -hmm. we were dying Jesus is the good Samaritan and by telling uh, by us telling others to you know there's a place for this it just it's just not in this parable right i can i can give you other scriptures where we should be helping people and we should be you know giving to others who are in need and those kinds of things but that isn't even at all what this story here is about and and we've told people to be the good samaritan unknowingly realizing without realizing it we're telling them to take the place of jesus when that's not our job. We're not supposed to take the role of Jesus here because Jesus is the Savior and this is a story that is an example of that because Jesus, who is probably traveling on the other side of the road over on heaven's side, he crossed over to where we were and he, he came and, and provided us with, well he, he saved us. I mean he he's the good Samaritan who came over and saved us. Where the law, the priest and the Levite could not help a dying person, Jesus came over and, and did. And, and notice how the story says that, uh, you know, bandaged the wounds and, and poured wine and oil, uh, symbolic of the Holy Spirit, and, and then takes us to this place and tells whoever is there, take care of them, and he offers of himself to continue paying for whatever debt is accumulated for this person that they just saved. The Good Samaritan is Jesus. Hmm.
1: He, he really, you know, Jesus shows the ultimate example in himself of what it is to love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, your strength, and mind, and to love your neighbor as yourself. Because like you said, uh, we being destitute and the world being in sin, and um, like you said, under the law, uh, all these processes had to go, they had to go through all these things, you know, cleansing rituals and all that stuff, and, you know, who has the, who's got the time for that, you know? Well, Jesus stepped out of heaven, uh, became one of us, you know, crossed to the other side, like you said there, Cap, and he paid everything, uh, and continues to do it so to speak i mean i mean the price has been paid it's all been done but there's there's no further price that we can pay because jesus is the one who who paid it all and so the standard really for who is my neighbor <laughs> is isn't just some uh, your, your neighbor who lives next to you and do something nice for that person it's you go out of your way as far as what Jesus did. He stepped out of heaven and became a baby and became a man and went upon the cross and died for our sins. That's loving the Lord your God, and that's loving your neighbor as yourself. Uh, so if we want to get some application out of this, <laughs> you know, we got to do what Jesus did, but he's not asking us to do that. Really, he's showing us, exactly what it is that he did. Uh, So there's no way that we can justify ourselves before God because Jesus is the one who did everything that was necessary.
0: Yes, he did everything that was necessary. He was unconcerned about being defiled, as perhaps the priest and the Levite were, and taking care of us to the fullest. And you said it, Joel, the price has been paid. But the the offering of Christ, see, it, it covers any potential ongoing debt that we would incur which I mean, it's all been taken care of through the cross but that's what the story is about it's it's, it's been paid for this guy's this guy's covering everything this good samaritan and he's he's did it for us jesus has done it for us and I, I gotta tell you joel i think there's more to extract from this and we'll try to cover that next week right here on growing in grace this has been growing in grace with mike kapler and joel brisicke